Welcome to the Mission City Podcast. You know, there are a lot of things going on in our ministries here, and today our campus pastors, Dave Cash and Chuck Foster, just want to share in that excitement. This session is not an ad for anything. We are just actually excited about all these things going on. So here are Dave and Chuck. Hey, good morning, Dave. How are you? I'm pretty good, Chuck. How's it going this morning? Yeah, it's good. You know, I should have made you make pay for my coffee. You picked them, picked the lowly Eagles to win, and uh, I don't think I picked the Eagles. I think I picked the I, Chiefs. You did not. Didn't I pick the Chiefs? I think we need to run it back. I'm sure we need to get that <laughs> get that back. But when this airs next week, a week from today, the Chiefs, for you won. and I, the Chiefs will have won. The Philadelphia Eagles will be hosting their Super Bowl trophy already. And Jalen Hurts will be kissing it at this particular. People will already see that. Yeah, I guess I owe you one. Um, you were right. The uh, Chiefs beat the Eagles. Yeah, well, um, they're just a better football team. And I know, I know. The, the, I don't know. The if elephant in the room is, was it holding? Well, I don't think so, but I don't. I dislike the Kansas City Chiefs because I'm a Las Vegas Raiders fan, and that's like the, one of the biggest rivals in all of sports. But Ooh. the deal for me, it was holding, by the way. Um, it's holding, but you don't call it at that particular. Well, well also, you you call it when you see it. It's like you know, okay, they shouldn't have called the fourth down sneak offsides when Kansas City was offsides. Yeah, that doesn't matter. But let's uh, um, <laughs> make sure. No, you know, it's it's just uh you know, one of the things about me here here's what I think. I think I think the reason that Kansas City overall won is that they were outcoached. I think Andy Reid's a better coach. I think Philadelphia Eagles coaches are great, but I think they're a little bit inexperienced. And I think Andy Reid's a better coach. And I think Eric Bianami is a good play caller. I think he is too, but I also think that he has instilled in his team a team first attitude over me being first instead because running back is it McKinnon, McKinnon. His name. Uh, he could have scored a touchdown. I mean, think about that. You have the opportunity to score a touchdown in the Super Bowl. You may never get that opportunity to to play in the Super Bowl, much less score a touchdown in it. I will argue that I think the Chiefs will be back in the Super Bowl several times. But that being said, yeah, I can't go that that route. I just like <laughs> the humbleness of that. That's it's, it's incredible, my mind. incredible. I'm not sure that I would have slid. Oh, I, I can pretty much tell you I'm scoring a touchdown. I'm scoring a touchdown. There's probably some it. sort of dance involved. I can't dance, but I have seen you. Dance. I would have. I've seen you dance. I saw you two step. I can two step, but uh, I would have. I would have. I would have spiked the ball. I'd have, I'd have went straight Gonkowski, spiked the ball, celebrated, and it wouldn't have been much. Well, you know, and, and here's the, the thing: is you don't really have a lot of time to think. All of a sudden, you're in the open field. You don't have that time to go. I'm pretty. Oh, I need to sit down. That's why I'm saying it's something instilled in you yeah. as a player all year long of of being, and you were a coach, so yeah. you you, well, I'm sure you the, taught that. I'm, I'm sure, sure that I'm sure the play was discussed. Like, hey, if you get a chance to score here, I know you want to score, but we for the better of the team, you you can't go in the end zone. Yeah, we need the clock to roll. We need them to use their timeout. But coach. but, but <laughs> that's a team first attitude sure. when the guy says, you know, it's like it happens. I mean, he was untouched. I mean, well, it's one thing to and he, and he slides. talk about it. It's another thing to apply it. Absolutely. You know, it's the same, same thing with ministries and Scripture and so forth. We can memorize Scripture. We can read God's Word all day long. But if we don't take what God's Word says and apply it to my life as a husband, as a father, as a pastor, or whatever that might be, then it's it's not playing out in my life, and it's not true wisdom. And, you know, one of the things we have coming up in uh, first weekend in March— is Man Summit. 
Remember Man Summit last year? Do you remember that what was, a good time we had? That was a great time. I know you and I are getting old, so sometimes we don't remember everything, but I remember Man Summit. It was great. We had a great great time. It was a great week. Matt Carter was great. It was awesome. You did a good uh, job. Oh, man, I, I just enjoyed that. I enjoyed I enjoyed just the overall fellowship of both campuses coming together. Right. Um, the food was pretty tasty. The food was, food was real good. And like, this year, it's going to be even tastierest. <laughs> It's going to be better. We're going to have a great time. We are. We're going to have barbecue, I believe, on Friday yeah. night. Mm-hmm. And Cracker Barrel's coming back on Saturday morning. And the Cracker and the Barrel for the win. What did we give away last year? I know we gave away an incredible smoker or grill yep. or whatever. Uh, some, a a co- big Cody a traveling big Cody cooler. Traveling our guitar cooler. player one. Yep. Um, uh, we gave away a couple. Uh, stuff that go boom. Some pew-pews. Yep. yep. We gave yep. away some. An uh, AR-15. An AR-15. And there was a, a hunting rifle. I think a tank. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, am a, I wrong about a, that? A, oh, that was at the car Sidewinder show. Sidewinder missile launcher. That was at the car show, the, <laughs> the tank he had. But, um, and you got that coming up. Yeah, we got a car show in, in, May. in uh, May, May here May, at May 6th, the Central. Central yeah. And so that's going to be cool. We got some some awesome things. And, you know, and that's why we have these events at Mission City. It's not just to have events because you and I and Pastor Matt and Don and, and the whole bunch, you know, it's not because we don't have enough to do. We're trying to find guys to hang out with. That's what yeah, we're we, we, nobody wants to hang out with us, so <laughs> we create our we got, friends by man We got to concoct man it. church. No, we, we do those things because we want men to come together and, and realize we're not all in and alone. We don't have to figure everything out alone. And sometimes as, you know, when you're going through stuff as a dad, like I have a special needs daughter. Uh, she's 17, and she has autism, and, and – uh, Every now and then, there's just some things that, that are difficult for a dad. And although my close prayer circle may not have kids like you and Pastor Matt and Don that are praying with me and for me all the time, um, you don't necessarily have that. You guys are fathers, and that creates its own challenges. And so when we're able to come together as men and, and realize, I don't have to do this alone— you know, I don't have to um, figure it out by myself. I've got these other guys, and they're going through the same stuff I am. It's not that misery loves company. It's just about oh. putting on the armor of God and being there for one another. No, we, we Talking about that team thing. We have a, to surround ourselves with guys, regardless of whether they've gone through the same things you have. Um, they've gone through things. It might not be the exact. But, but, yes, but you need guys to, that can, can lift you up. You know, you need your Aaron and your hers. Yeah. At times to hold your arms, lift your hands up, like uh, it talks about in, you know, in, uh, in Exodus. And so the people can see, yeah. uh, you know, you need some people to come alongside you and, right. and help, you know, pray for you, lift you up, encourage you. I, I always need guys to encourage me, you know, because it's, it's so easy to get, you know, in, in the coaching world that I was in, it's easy to, to go through a period of time and be discouraged. Oh, I bet. But you know, when you're when you're doing something as a staff, or you have other people that come around you, man, it's so much. It makes makes it so much. I won't say easier, but it makes it it makes it lasting. Yeah, and uh, much more. You can do it better so. for sure. And you're talking about putting men around you that are encouraging. We're talking about that in, in man church. You have man church on on Wednesday mornings, yeah. six thirty a.m. Right at the Northwest Campus on I-10, and we have Man Church at 6.30 p.m. on Wednesdays here at the Central on uh, Military Highway. Um, And we're going through Philippians, which Paul writes from being under house arrest in Rome. He's, you know, 
basically from prison and called a prison letter or prison epistle. Yeah. And and one of the things that he is encouraged by during a very difficult period in his life was the fact that the church at Philippi brings him you know, medicine and a care package and they're praying for right. him. And he mentions that throughout the letter, just how encouraged he is. And he talks about the joy that he has. And mm-hmm. it's like, you have joy while you're under house arrest, while you're basically in prison, you're joyful. He's like, I'm joyful because of those that have surrounded me. And although they may not be right here in, you know, the place where I'm at, they're encouraging me and praying for me. And so those are big things. And so I love the fact that we do the Man Church. I love that Man Summit is coming up. Uh, one of the other ministries that we're kicking off, too, is called Regeneration, which is yeah. uh, sort of a recovery ministry. It's on Monday nights here at Central. Both campuses come together here at Central at 630 uh, in Room 100. And we're kicking that off uh, on Mondays as well. And so that's something that we can encourage each other. If we're battling, whether it be an addiction or a struggle in our life, we're able to come together and use that process t- in order to break free from the bonds of whatever might be tying us up or down. Yeah. I'm excited about that. You know, I'm, you know, been, ha- I mean, it, I know it's happening here on this campus. Was That's one of the things I really love is that it's, it, we're one campus. I mean, right. we're one church and two, pl- two locations. And so, whether and you're three or whether four to come soon, yeah. Whether you're at uh, the the Northwest Campus or the Central Campus, Regen is for you. If you are if you're in recovery from whether it's substance abuse or or just it could be even people pleasing. I mean, you've you've right. recovered from well in some trauma. sort of trauma in your life. We have we have uh, somebody I met not too long ago that is uh, had some trauma happen in their life as as a child and different things, and that has sort of manifested itself in their life as they've gotten older into relationships and so forth. And, and, uh, just hearing their heart for overcoming that and being able to take biblical truth of what we talked about earlier, because that's what regeneration is. Cause everything at mission city is based upon the word of God from the sermons on Sunday to our kids ministry, mm-hmm. to man church, to, to gather on the first Tuesday night of the month. All of those things is biblically grounded, biblically Based and that's what regeneration is. It's taking the word of God, applying it to our life, so we can break free from from the struggles. Speaking of kids ministry, we are super excited at Northwest about Alpha. That's on Wednesday Man, night. Man, right? yes, we've had. It's just been a great kickoff of uh, of the of a new of a new ministry that we uh, that we're kind of piloting for a semester at Northwest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to give you know just props to Joy Flores, our kids minister, and Kayla Persign, our our preteen yeah. uh, director, she's just—they've just done a great job. I mean, we're sure. the first week. I think we had forty-three preteens, which is—it's not a lot, but it's—it's it's a good start. And then the next week, we almost doubled. Yeah, and then the next week, we added about ten more. So there's there's something going on there, huh. and, and there's an excitement, and you know, and I think in all when we talk about this homework series that we just mm-hmm. just completed, and. Alpha is not a substitute, but it's a great supplement. Right. It's a right. great way to to a place where you can bring your kids. They can be supplemented with biblical teaching and and a great time. And mm-hmm. it, I think you you combine those two things: great teaching, a great time. Kids are more likely to stay in ministry uh, all the way through their 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 middle school right. years, their high school years, and then yeah. they carry that on to college, and they're. They're whole, a whole lot better equipped to face the 
the the strains and stresses that the that our culture and our world puts right. on them. The enemy, right? The enemy. He wants. He the wants. He wants our kids. He wants them. So if we can do everything we can, now our job is in the home as parents, sure, uh, to equip our kids. But man, we at Mission City, we want to supplement right. that. We want to. We want to support that. And Alpha is a great way we right. get to do that. And we're we're yeah. going to put on the on the screen too. There's resources that through this homework series that that Pastor Matt's approved and we put out with some cards and a QR code where you can go and, uh, you know, has parenting and marriage resources right. and things like that, which is, again, just a tool to give you uh, so that you can, you know, help you in, 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 in raising children in a biblically-based home and so forth. But the enemy wants our children. I know I started in, in, in student ministry uh, in 1999, I started. I started at my first church, and um, there was a statistic that was put out by all the different uh, companies that do research in churches and things like that. Pew and and the North American Mission Board, different things like that. And one of them said, if you do not reach a, a student for Christ by the time they're 18, 80 percent will never come to know Christ. So later on in ministry. I think three or four years later, I was getting ready to go pastor. I saw the same statistic, but it was like, if you don't reach a student by the time they're 15 or 16, 80% won't. Well, not too long ago, I saw that same statistic that was 12 years old. If you don't reach a child for Christ by the time they're 12, 80% may not come to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. I thought, oh my goodness, that's just, 12 years is a short window. And Mm. so it is important to, to get our kids in kids ministry like Alpha on Wednesday night and our on our Sunday morning kids ministry because again it is all biblically based and yes like you you said it well we want to disciple the kids in the home reading our Bible praying over meals praying with our kids teaching them to pray and so forth but we want to come alongside you as a ministry as a church mm-hmm. and help equip you like you said supplement those things in order to help you um, you know it takes a village and so we want to help you. Uh, point your kids to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And so, for instance, by the time this airs, our student ministry will be coming back from the weekend where they're going to be at uh, Highland Lakes outside yeah. of Austin, and and they're going to come back. And I can't wait to see how many baptisms. We have uh, between, uh, I think it's close to 500 students that are going to be yeah. worshiping Jesus at Highland Lakes between our two campuses. Uh, I think we're taking six buses all together to Highland Lakes, and, and what an amazing thing that is. Is to think about as well because students yeah. are under such attack as well. And we got a phenomenal student ministry both at Central and at Northwest each week. Yeah, we. I like the fact that we're you're, the great thing about the place. The thing like the weekend is uh, they are they're getting away. Right. There's there's you know they, they our take, student staff takes their they cell take phone. their phone from them. Because we even asked them, like, do you want to give the, the students their phones? for? No, they don't need them. They, they, they can go a weekend the without them. Right. I was like, amen. Yeah, there's, amen some, guys. there's something about isolating away from the world for a weekend. And I think that's a real lesson for even us. You know, I don't even think that – I think it's good for you and I and, and maybe even as a, as a, as a marriage in, a, in our marriage to take – and you don't have to go somewhere uh, in a, you know, a suite or a big hotel somewhere, right. but just get away – for a while and leave the cell phone unplugged unplugged and, and just unplug to worldly things and plug into plug just in the spiritual Jesus. and you know and Cheryl and I've talked about that recently it's like we would really like to just get away we, Israel was great and we went there and we enjoyed it but man we were running yeah I mean we, it was going everywhere we go from one place to the other well what the, I was going to bring that up about Israel is is 
um, my phone service didn't work so well until we would get to hotels. And so I was without the phone and I remember going, man, I just need to, I need to, I need to check in with my wife and I need to, and I, and I remember going, well, why do I need to, why do I need to check in? You know, I mean, not, it, it, it was just more of a, I'm just used to being on the phone. Yeah. All the time. And so, yeah, to be able to take that time and, you know, and God's saying, Hey, why don't you just, uh, kind of take Psalm 46, 10, you know, it says, be still and know that I am God. And then it says, I will be exalted among the nations. And, and so it's like when we are still before God and, and we're silent and we allow God to stir in our soul and speak to us through his word and, 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 and just meditate on it, you really get to see the demonstration of God's glory, not, not just in our lives, but in his creation. Yeah, I'm praying for that for our students. Because every, every time they go away, lives are transformed by the gospel. And I, I just, I, I'm anticipating that. And the baptisms that we hope, we, we pray that we get to, to do on, uh, on Sunday, I mean, we're going we're gonna to double tank it in anticipation. We know that God's going to do something really cool. And uh, hopefully we get to see uh, dozens of students get baptized on, on Sunday morning. It'll be fun. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that Saturday night phone call. Yes. It says, hey, we had this many students. Do we have time to do 50? Pray to receive Christ. You know, I was like, hey, we'll make time. Yeah. You know, absolutely. We, we're desperate for a revival. I mean, we want, yeah. I want to see God do. Some yeah. Really I mean, especially cool in the schools. You know, I know that I know there's something amazing going on at Asbury uh, in Kentucky, but I would love to see that similar thing happen in like our high schools and our middle schools and our elementary schools here in the San Antonio area because. Our student ministry staff works hard to go on campuses mm-hmm. to say, "Hey, guys, come over here." They they are um, they're they're not doing anything they're not supposed to do while they're on a public school, but they are you know pushing right up to that line and going, "Hey, come on Wednesday night, come on Sunday morning, and hear hear this." And we're seeing um, like even my sons on the baseball team at, at, at Churchill, and some of the some of the students are going to the weekend after their scrimmage on Saturday, you know, and it's just. I'm just excited to see what God does through our, you know, kids ministry, our student ministry, through Man Summit that's coming, and and I know it together. Uh, Tuesday night, uh, the first Tuesday night of the month, they have 300 women coming together across San Antonio and worshiping the Lord, and people coming forward in prayer and and different things like that. And even on Sunday morning here, I I met some couples this last week who have never been to a church before, and they were talking to me, and I was talking to a young man who's going to be at Man Church this evening here at, at Central. I'm so excited about how God is drawing people, and then we have to be obedient to taking God's Word and, and teaching them how to apply it to their lives. Yeah. Another thing I'm super excited about, yes. Period. Yes, period, man. <laughs> I, 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 I can't wait. You... You don't want to miss this series. I mean, I don't want this to sound like a promotional thing, but I'll, it, hey, you don't want to miss. Right. By the time this airs, the next Sunday, Sunday we start the Yes Period series, which is seeing Scripture come alive in a way that the men of Scripture that we're still talking about, you know, hundreds if not thousands of years later, God challenged them with something. And they said to the Lord, Yes. Yeah. And it wasn't because they're amazing men. Nope. It was because they knew they worshiped an amazing God that they knew even in their 
weaknesses and challenges because we all are. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, David was called a man after God's own heart, yet David made some mistakes. David failed. It's that's what I love about the people that God uses. God is in, in in the restoration business, right? And so to be able, no matter where we are in our walk with Christ, we have the ability to, to take a knee before our Heavenly Father, and whatever we're challenged with, we're able to say yes, whether that means I share the gospel with my neighbor whether that means I, I start serving at a place in church because we had the serve cards out yeah. this last week and had people that were like, hey, I just, I'll just i be a greeter. That's a huge thing, too. People people don't think being a greeter is important or working in the parking lot. I mean, you guys have parking lot issues because you know God's doing some ama- bringing people there, right. and you guys have to steward that. And so you have people out there that are coning off areas so that our guests, when they come in the first right. day, can, can park conveniently, get out, and come in and hear the gospel. That's so important mm-hmm. to have them out there serving whatever we say yes to is a kingdom initiative and god will use that to do big things and so that's why i'm so excited if we can just as a church all together corporately say yes yes period to god wow yeah so you you don't want to miss it so we're looking forward to it dave it's been a great day i've enjoyed talking with you you know i'm just excited about all the different things that are coming up in 2023 here at Mission City. I think God's going to do some amazing things. Uh, I'm excited to be a part of it. Yeah, if, if God still has you here, He has a purpose for you. Yeah. He has a plan for you. He wants to use you in ways beyond your greatest imagination. Take a look at Ephesians 3.20 and take that scripture and apply it. Mm-hmm. And pray that. Write it down somewhere where you can see it and every single day begin to memorize Ephesians 3.20 and just see what God does with you and your family. All right. And then let us know what that is. Yeah, absolutely. You guys have a great one. God bless. It's been an awesome morning. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Mission City Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with a friend and leave a review on whatever platform that you're listening on because it really does help us out. Thank you again. We'll see you next time.